are listening to Natural Magic, written and narrated by Molly Sroges. Chapter 28, Miriam. As Miriam, Ion, and Key reached Victoria House, Miriam saw a familiar face. Hello, cousin. Joe said as she passed the three of them. Miriam stopped, and Ion tried to pull her inside. Leave it be, Miriam. She's just trying to annoy you. She didn't move. Neither did Joe. I'll meet you in a minute. Ion looked at Miriam as if she was going to second-guess this decision, but in the end she went into Victoria House, pulling a confused key with her. The door closed behind them, leaving Miriam and Joe alone. Jo looked much the same as she had when she had left home two years earlier. She stood a few inches taller than Miriam, closer to Ion's height. Acne dotted her face, and her hair, which had once been as long as Miriam's own, was now as short as Key's. Why are you here, Jo? Because my boyfriend lives here? Or are you and your friends the Victoria House Guard? Stay away from my friends. Oh, you mean Matt? Well, guess what? He gets to pick who he's friends with. She crossed her arms over her chest. I know Dad's taught you money can control everyone, but we're not in a lie anymore. Things are different here. It took all Miriam's energy not to run at Joe and pin her to the ground. They'd often grappled as children. Her cousin had won more often than not, but Miriam had a feeling she was out of practice. Nevertheless, her uncle had taught her it was dangerous to attack out of anger, and there had been enough anger between them since the day Joe left. Miriam was dressing in her room when she heard voices arguing downstairs. She followed the sound to find her uncle and cousin in the front hall. Did you think I wouldn't find out? That school ended weeks ago and you traveled through all of a lie to steal from broken families? I was visiting friends, and I wasn't stealing. Miriam didn't know if it was the discordant lies or the way they yelled over each other that made her head ache. No, you weren't stealing. You promised them you would find their children first. Though Miriam stood in full view on the stairs, neither acknowledged her presence. Joe looked her father in the eye. I told them I thought they might be in the same place as Mom. That statement rang true, but Miriam couldn't figure out why Joe would tell someone that. Her uncle shook his head. She hadn't noticed before how exhausted he was. He was constantly making deals with other province leaders to protect his people. The work had taken a toll on him. Your mother is dead. He said it as if he'd already had to repeat it several times. I know. She died while I was at school. Thanks for the phone call. Joe... Miriam's uncle put a hand against his daughter's shoulder, but she shrugged it off. Did you do anything to help her, or did you just watch her die? Joe, you think I wouldn't have helped her? I loved her. And that's not a real answer. Now Joe looked at Miriam. What do you think? Is he telling the truth? Miriam opened her mouth to tell her cousin that she had, in fact, heard truth in his words when her uncle roared in anger. How dare you accuse me of murder after the crimes you committed? I haven't committed any crimes. Joe turned to Miriam again, as if to have her prove that what she said was true, but Miriam's uncle took his daughter by the shoulders, more forcefully this time. No, 
you haven't committed any crimes and asking for money to fund your little search. But when you report back to those families that their children can't be found, you'll have made a tidy profit. Joe pulled out of her father's grasp, but he still held her eyes. I will not tolerate this in my house. You will pay back every penny now, or you will leave. I see you have my replacement already. I'm sorry I left you that robe. She said to her cousin. Miriam looked down at the robe she wore. Joe had given it to her a year earlier, passing it down along with the duty of serving tea to her uncle's visitors. She wanted to say something to her, to bring her back and mend the tear between her uncle and Joe, but she couldn't move. So Joe walked to the door, and Miriam's uncle closed it behind her. She never came back. Joe gave a soft chuckle and started to walk away. Then she turned. I'm surprised you're friends with Matt at all. He's a liar. Even though her words rang true, Miriam felt the need to defend Matt. No, you're the one who's lying. Joe cocked her head. You know, maybe I was wrong about you. I always thought you just didn't care about certain lies. But maybe you only hear what you want to. You're wrong. Yeah, just like I was wrong about Dad. If you see Antony, tell him I'm looking for him. She walked away to Providence House. You have been listening to Natural Magic, written and narrated by Molly Stroges. The role of Miriam was played by Stephanie of the Drift. Ayan was played by Brittany Nunez. Music and sound effects from Pixabay. To learn more about our artists, or to read this book online, follow The Stitchwitch's Apprentice on Tumblr, or use the links in the show notes.